Has the story of your love life taken an unexpected plot twist? Well, this is the podcast that helps millennials rewrite the story of their love life by learning simple strategies for starting and maintaining a healthy relationship. Through candid and unscripted conversations, we provide tools to help navigate the twists and turns of dating and relationships. Are you ready to flip the script on your love life? If so, sit back, get comfortable, and enjoy another episode of the Love Unscripted Podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Love Unscripted Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Wilson. And this is the podcast where we have unscripted conversations with millennials about relationships and dating. So I just thank you all for continuing to rock with us throughout these years, having these unscripted conversations that move the needle, I feel, give us a little bit more information and allows us to feel like we're not alone on this journey towards love. So if you're new, last week we had a great conversation about the community you keep. We've often... Uh, heard people try to do dating and relationships alone and in isolation. And what we found is that doing it by yourself does not always lead to healthy relationships and healthy marriages. So we talked about different ways to identify key people who can benefit you as far as being supporters and being that mirror that you may need to determine whether or not you're going in the right direction when it comes to dating and your relationship. So go ahead, if you want to pause this episode, go back, look at that one, and let us know what you think. Whew, I just wanna say it's been a really long, good kind of year, but I do have a conversation that I think uh, we haven't had on here yet. And I wanna start it off this way. Oftentimes we hear that relationships take work. And I know that when I hear that something takes work, I automatically assume it's gonna be difficult. I assume that it's gonna be challenging. I am assuming that there's gonna be some grunt work that is gonna be necessary to accomplish a specific task or a specific goal. But when I think about relationships, when I think about long-term committed relationships, when I think about marriage, I would hope that they wouldn't have to require so much work. After all, my hope is that this person that I'm with is someone that I love, that I care about, that I enjoy being around, and that in some form or fashion can make life easier to deal with and to, uh, to, to manage as we go through life. But unfortunately, there's no way around it. Relationships do take some type of work. But I don't think that the term work is necessarily the right word. Uh, This past week, me and my friend Jamel Jackson, we had a conversation on Instagram Live and we were talking about this idea that relationships take work and how many people don't want to continue to um, go through this difficult process of trying to make a relationship work. And I plainly asked him, I was like, hey, I feel like this word work is is very like negative. It has a bad connotation. And when we think about relationships, we don't want to have this negative attitude about them. So what is some word that we can use to be able to better describe 
what it is that we are meaning when we talk about the work that it takes. And so Jamel came up with a really solid and it's a word that I want us to discuss today on this podcast. And it's the word effort. So rather than saying relationships take work, what would happen if we started saying relationships take effort? And so, you know, I like to I like to look at definitions and I like to have operational definitions for words that we use so that we're all on the same page. And so let me give you the definition for effort. And it's simply this, a vigorous or determined attempt. I'm going to say it one more time. The definition for effort is a vigorous or determined attempt. And now when I think about a, a vigorous or determined attempt, that doesn't sound so daunting. It doesn't sound so difficult because as it says, it's a determined attempt at something. That makes more sense to me when you're talking about relationships because if you think about it, people are constantly growing. We are constantly in different situations and circumstances, whether it's professionally, whether it's socially, like we're always changing and moving through different atmospheres of our life. So in order to make the best of those experiences, I, I identify with the term effort, determined effort. And the great thing about that is when I hear determined effort, it's effort in a specific direction. When we're talking about relationships, it is a determined effort to get better at connecting with my partner, getting to know them better. And here's the thing. You don't have to get it right. Like when you think about an, a determined attempt, it doesn't say that you got it perfect. But one thing that I know is when you attempt something multiple times, you get better at it. The more you do it, the more familiar it becomes. It's just like a hobby or um, any type of recreational activity that you're doing. The more you do it, the better you get at it. I know when I started painting, I was not the best at blending colors. My colors were looking like brown after I started trying to mix colors, complementary colors and primary colors that didn't match. Like it was a mess. But what happened was the more I attempted, the more that I was determined to be able to blend these colors and learn what combinations I can actually use versus which ones actually clash with each other, the better I became at doing these blending of colors through painting. The same is with any type of relationship skill. The more you do it, the better you get at it. I know there are many times when I'm counseling clients that I will outline a task for them to do and they'll say, you know what? I hear you, Joseph, but it doesn't feel normal. It feels awkward to attempt these things because I'm not used to doing it. And one of the things I always tell them is it does feel weird. It does feel uncomfortable. And that's because you haven't become accustomed to doing it yet. Try it for about a week or two and then evaluate what happened as a result of these attempts. I personally think a lot of times in relationships, there are things that we try to do and we quit too early. We give up too soon. We do not give time its due process. 
We don't give patience its opportunity to do the work in our relationships. We like things really quick, fast, and in a hurry. And I think it's due to having cell phones and having uh, high-speed internet connections. That makes it so easy to be able to quickly get stuff accomplished. But when you're dealing with people, when you're dealing with matters of the heart, that takes time and it takes patience. And more importantly, it takes repetition. You don't get better at communicating just because you say it one time. Just because you write out what you want to say to your partner doesn't mean that you'll get it right or that it will be received in the way it was meant. It's going to take continued and repeated attempts in order for that thing to actually come out the way you intended. So I think the term effort, relationships take effort, is a more um, encompassing and a more positive way at looking at how to do relationships. So some people may be wondering like, yo, what does it look like to put effort? What does effort look like in a relationship and how can that better um, improve? How can it better enrich? How can it better nourish our relationships? So I'm gonna go over, go over a couple ways that you can actually put forth effort in your relationship that will make it healthy and flourish. Number one, prioritize your partner. Put an effort towards prioritizing your partner. Listen, if your destination is marriage, if your hope is to have a long-term partnership, you're going to have to learn to prioritize what's important and push aside what's not. Some of us spend too much time on cell phones. Some of us spend so too much time on Netflix. Some of us spend too much time out at the, at the bar or going out and doing uh, leisure activities rather than pouring time into our partners. Listen, let, let, think about this. Even if you have kids, children are a major uh, part of our lives. And at our millennial age, we have children now. People have children. But that does not mean you get to neglect your partner's need for connection. So as we're going through this life, we have to figure out ways to prioritize our partner. How do we continue to figure out times to spend intentional and deliberate time with them. That's the thing. How do we make it a priority? How do we put it at the top of our to-do list? And how do we make it, how do we give our partner the best of our energy, the best of us and not the last or the what's left at the end of the gas tank? So prioritize your partner. Number two, ways that, we're talking about ways that you could show effort and that's to show affection. Now, that doesn't always have to be done publicly. It doesn't have to be done or shown on social media. But what ways does your partner receive affection? Is it through physical touch? Is it through kind words? What ways does your partner feel like there is an emotional connection to them? Learn that. Put forth the effort to put a deliberate and intentional and a determined effort to show affection. You won't believe how much and how much of a difference that can make in your relationship when your partner realizes that you're doing this on purpose. This isn't an accident. This isn't something you just threw together. No, you're intentional about showing affection. Sometimes a hug is all we need. Many studies have shown that sending someone, giving someone a smile increases endorphins in other people as well as giving them a hug. So putting forth the effort of trying to connect with them can really improve your relationship.
So the next thing, when we're talking about effort, I'm going to keep saying it, effort, effort, effort. Do things together. Do things together. If you are with this person, listen, you got to like them on some level. Like you have to enjoy their presence on some type of level or it doesn't make sense to even be with them. Like real talk. So if you are going to be with them, be intentional about spending time together. What are some things that you enjoy doing outside of the house that bonds you two together, that allows for connection to happen, for you to continue to learn new things about your partner? That's one of the ways that you really get to know someone better is to do stuff with them. And a lot of people fall into the trap of when you're in a committed relationship, when you're um, in a marriage, you stop trying to learn about your partner. You stop doing that. Because you're comfortable. When you're comfortable, you stop putting as much effort. And think about it. Our brain does this to us. Our brain tries to figure out what are some ways that we can make life easier. And so if you think you know this person, your brain is going to go on autopilot when it comes to engaging with them. The challenge and the problem that this brings is that in a long-term relationship, if you neglect to, to learn new things and to spend time with them, you're going to grow further and further apart. Until you're no longer a couple, you either start becoming roommates, you start to becoming just friends that you just hit up every once in a while to, to talk about your day. No, spend time with your partner. Figure out what it is you can do with them that bonds you two together, that allows you to uh, continue to grow in your knowledge of that person. And that can just bring fun. Like, what, can we bring the fun back in relationships? Like, we don't, you don't have to post it, but can we start having fun? Can relationships start being fun again and happy and lighthearted rather than it being a battlefield that it seems like it's continued to be? All right, so here's another one. Shower your partner with compliments. Now, everyone may not be words of affirmation type of people, but it just helps to say how much you appreciate how much you enjoy how someone looks to like giving those verbal compliments says that I'm looking, I see you, I'm paying attention and I want you to know that I'm paying attention. Compliments can really lighten someone's mood. It can cheer them up. It can brighten their day, especially when it's coming from someone that you care and that you love. Don't neglect those verbal ways of showing love and affection and doing compliments or sharing compliments is one of those ways. Another one, here's another one. And we're talking about effort. How can we use, how can we put forth more effort into our relationships in a way that makes them healthy, happy, and provides longevity? And another one is surprise them every once in a while. This takes intentionality. To surprise someone really well, you had to have been paying attention to things that they like or things that they have been saying throughout the course of your conversations. And having surprises, being spontaneous, puts energy into your relationship. It puts energy into that dating process that you're doing when you're meeting someone and you're trying to see where they're at. Like putting forth that effort, surprising them, it really does, like I said, it injects just some type of energy. I know that if someone were to surprise me, like, I don't know how I'll respond. One, I'd be like shocked because a lot of people don't try to surprise me. Two, I'd be like, whoa, the intentionality in this surprise was crazy. 
It's crazy. Like, if they really surprise me, it's like, oh, man, you you caught me slipping almost. But everyone likes surprises. Some don't. I mean, I won't say everybody. For the most part, people enjoy surprises, especially when it shows that you were being intentional, you were being deliberate, and you are, you, you see me. That's what it is. Like, you see me. You see me as a person. You paid attention to the small details, and people love when you pay attention to the small details because that shows that you care. And the last one that I'm going to talk about as far as ways to show effort is keeping communication lines open. And this is a big one because I don't, I don't believe anyone is a perfect communicator. I'm a therapist and I still have challenges communicating in different areas of my life. It's something that takes practice. But in relationships, if you are able to keep the lines of communication open, you are definitely going to be able to, to get through some tough challenges. You'll be able to build and enhance your life in a positive way. We got to talk about like we got we can't always think that communication is for resolving problems. Communication is also for enhancing and boosting and loving each other even more. Let's start looking at communication as a as a tool to positively enhance our relationships. But keeping that line of communication open is important because once you shut that off, people start getting in their head. People start making assumptions about the relationship that aren't necessarily true. And I do want to talk about a small little piece of when we're talking about like keeping the lines of communication open. As the listener, we have to be able to hear what our partner is saying and not place judgment on what they're saying. You can have your internal dialogue about what they're saying, but here's what happens. If your partner says something and you have a really negative or adverse reaction to what they say, you are unintentionally training them that me, for me to say what I is really going on is not safe. It's not safe. And we don't realize we do that, but we have to be able to be present to hear what our partner is saying and then listen without placing some type of judgment on what they're saying. You may have that, like I said, you may have it going on in your head, but to say it out loud and to show it on your face actually runs the risk of your partner not saying anything ever again. And that's where a lot of relationships get to. We verbalize, we get the courage to finally say the thing that's been bothering us, that's concerning that we may want, we express a want or desire, and it's met with an adverse response, and now it's like, oh, no, I'm not doing that again. I can't say that. They, they're not gonna receive it. And as a result, they unintentionally become an unsafe person. So keeping those lines of communication open are extremely important for the longevity and health of a relationship. So I just wanted to drop some of those tips on you, some of those ways that we can Look at the, the effort that is needed for relationships differently. It does take effort. Remove work from your vocabulary. Relationships don't take work. Relationships take effort. And effort is the energy, the action steps that are needed to form healthy and happy relationships. So I just really appreciate you guys for rocking up with us this week. Please head on over to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher Podcast, comment, rate, subscribe. 
If you're in pot, if you're in podcast land, please head on over to Love Unscripted HD on YouTube, where you can see the full video episode for this show. Also, we started a relationship community that's going to be kicking off January 9th, and it's called Wake Up and Love. So please head on over to Wake Up and Love dot com get registered sign a friend up to we're going to have dope conversations with dope relationship professionals and that's where you can also connect with us further so listen we may not have all the answers but we will have the conversation i'll see you all next week peace